When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, Steve. Your choice. I love it when you do this. What would you like to hear? <laughs> let me tell you what we have. Let me uh, let me share the menu with the audience. Oh, wonderful. We've got uh, the winner of The Voice, season 17, Jake Hoot, with Kelly Clarkson, whose team he competed on. We've got some Papa Roach and some TikTok star. <laughs> We got a little Jimmy Allen with Blanco Brown, who has worked with Chris Brown and Pitbull as a producer. Uh, thank you for the options. They all sound really good. I would like to start with Papa Roach and some TikTok star, because <laughs> Papa Roach, Grant, you've got to remember this. Oh, gosh, yeah. What was it, 98, 99, yes. something right around there? Cut my life into pieces. Yes. This is my last resort. It was like the hardest... <laughs> Poppy rock. It made you uh, like all of just you, you, me, weenie suburban people like me yes, feel me like too. we were edgy yes. and at a rock concert. Yes, yes. So all what's right. he doing now? Um, it's a band, and um, right. uh, they are. I don't know. They're doing this. Come on! I, I Come on! I, I like this. this. Yeah. Some Let's go. So, Donna, do you know why they use this song on TikTok? No, Tell me. I've seen people use it before when they're, like, standing in front of, like, a normal lighted situation and they're just their normal self. And then right when the beat kicks in, they kick their face forward and then they're, like, Uh painted up as, like, a Pennywise the Clown or something really hardcore, intense, creepy. And then, like, black lights come in and their eyes are all, like, fluorescent colors. Yes, I love it. People are just getting so creative. Yeah, that's what they use this song for now. At least that's what I've seen. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's a little blast from the past for you guys. That was fun. Wow. That was. I love that song. You know what I'd like to do? Could we hear that one more time, Donna? And here's what I'd like us to do. The guy's name, by the way, is Jerris Johnson. So that's Papa Roach and Jerris Johnson. Yes. Do we hear? Is that Jerris Johnson's voice coming in after Papa's voice? Yeah, I believe that is him the whole time. I'm pretty sure because I'm. You don't think it's Papa at all? Let me. I don't care. Here's what I want us to think about. Imagine we're working out. Squats. Yes. Come on. You in the back. Let's go. Come on. Two more. Two. One. I feel it. That's great. 
<laughs> All right, that's great. It's definitely a combination. You're right, though. Beginning is Papa Roach, then the new guy. Yeah. All right, yeah, I dig it, man. I dig All that right, a lot. Here's the one that I like. I like this Jimmy Allen, who's in up and coming. Well, he's a country star, and Blanco Brown. Do you like it? It's just a little teaser. It's cool. Did I you think it was too like Nickelbacky? No. Okay. <laughs> the, the, now that you say that out loud. It just sounded like there was it's some cool. rap coming in there that I wanted to... I wish I could have heard a little I bit know, more of. I know, I you know. I think they're just teasing it right yeah. now. So that'll cool. be coming out. And then um, the Jake Hoot and Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Jake Hoot? Yeah, I'm what a little concerned about that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he's got a new album or an EP coming out. And this is... You know, he wrote this with one of the guys from Lone Star. Oh. Remember Lone Star? Oh, yeah. I do. Is that up on my front porch? No. Is that amazing? Yeah, yep, yep, you're both right. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, baby, I'm amazed. So this is called "I Would Have Loved You," and we'll just give you a little bit of the the main hook. God, she just makes everything better, doesn't she? That voice. Oh. She's great. She's, the She's best. great. She's great. She's great. And now this on Joey Fatone. <laughs> I didn't know about these rumors. Joey Fatone and Pink as like a couple having dated in the past. Apparently, it was a, it was a rumor that the uh, that the folks at I believe it was People Magazine had to put to bed. He was on their latest episode of Defend Yourself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he said I actually did ask Pink out a few times, and we went out. We were cool as heck, says Joey Fatone. But I guess I wasn't her type, so that was it. We were still friends. That was it. I'm cool with being in the friend zone with Pink. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm okay with rejection. I mean, heck. I've been an in sync a lot, so I can take rejection. Huh. No romance between. And then there was another rumor that Joey Fatone asked uh, Pink's father for her blessing, and he wanted to take her out, and that he loved her, and he said that is not none of it. No, it. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. That didn't happen. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Okay. But jo- but Pink says like Joey used to come to her dressing room every day and would visit with them whenever I think they were touring together. Such a sweetheart. She said that on the uh, late late show with cordon blue a couple of years ago (laughs) i think i love pink i think she's so pretty and so talented and i like that she's outspoken so i could see where someone would be attracted to her like in that way does she still have fat ones the uh, The hot dog joint the hot dog shop i think so he seems like the one you'd want to hang out with oh faux show Right? Yeah, uh, at Fat One Dogs. He's on Instagram at Fat One Dogs. Yeah, Fat One Hot Dogs and so Italian Ice. <laughs> I <laughs> love Italian it. Ice. That's perfect. That's all you need. It's it's like a truck, you know, or just like a pop up. Yeah, I, yeah. I see Fat one in uh, Orlando. And then they have his face on the side of the truck. That's great. There's I a guy it. who just doesn't take himself and he seriously. sees the yeah but he, he em- sees the humor yeah, in he his embraces name. him exactly roll with it at this yeah. point in time right absolutely all right <sighs> on that note you know we were talking earlier um with the sad passing of cloris leachman about you know going back and wanting to watch some of these older shows well i came across a list of the most re 
watchable TV shows. See if you agree or disagree. We'll run down the list when we come right back on my talk. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband though for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent... Underwear to a guy? Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married man we're talking about. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Boy, oh boy, people watching lots of TV these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got together with last night. He just randomly said, uh, hey, I'm halfway through season three of Cobra Kai. I was like, oh. Oh, and where are you at, Steve? Uh, about halfway through, we're uh, we halfway through episode five of season three. So oh. right, right halfway through, Woo, we'll be done just... by the end of this weekend. Ooh, you are flying through. And honest to goodness, I need to figure out if I'm going to get a bob and if I'm if I'm going to turn part of my garage into a dojo. <laughs> I'll come I, hang out. I feel. Come on, I would love to go out. That's a fun little cardio workout. You put some music on, and for twenty minutes. You're in a boxing match with an armless silicone man. That's my kind of fight. And it's balance, remember? It creates balance. Oh, so you're you're a little more Miyagi Do, whereas I'm a little more Cobra Kai. I want to <laughs> okay. strike first. Okay, all right. Strike hard. No mercy. It's the way of the fist, Donna. Uh-huh. Donna, you got to get in. You would like this show. You like cheesy stuff. You like 80s stuff. Yeah, it's I do. Awesome. I do. Come on, D-Bone. All right, maybe I'll get into it. Please Donna, do. There's so many other Please. shows I want to watch, like Veep. Oh, no. Okay, we'll get to Veep. Cobra Kai's on right now. you got plenty of time to get to Veep. It's mm. off the air. Well, that leads me into my list of the most watchable, not watchable, but rewatchable recent mm. shows. Okay? Somebody even graded these on their rewatchability. Hmm. Here's what they came up with. Hmm. Here are shows that they graded level five. Okay? Veep, Fleabag, and Sheets Creek. Okay, so those are... And you love two of those. Yeah, I even I even really liked Veep. I just never stuck with it. Oh. I loved Fleabag. I really love The Creaker. Okay. Um, very watch. So those are super, super <laughs> rewatchable shows, okay? Mm-hmm. Very rewatchable, which means level four shows. You'll like this. New Girl. Um, yes. Great show. Very yes. much. Great. See, I feel like I could put on an ep- episode of that and I don't need to know the history of the, you right. know. You're right about that. Like anything, it's always better to go chronological. It, it, it rings a little more water out of the rag, but still, you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Schmidt. You'll enjoy it for Schmidt alone. <laughs> Schmidt alone. He's the best. Schmidt. Oh, my God. Uh, Breaking Bad is on that list of level four. Hmm. I think Breaking Bad, okay. Sue me, Susie. I really think it was a little overrated. Donna. Yeah, no, I, I mean, no. it just, I wanted something more meaty. Really? It's pretty meaty in there. 
Yeah, pretty media time. Yeah, I mean the the dark stuff, but I wish there was more of like more of him teaching, and I don't oh, know. Well, you wanted the sitcom fast. of Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. You I wanted don't... like the This Is Us. You wanted more of him teaching. I just feel like there was something missing, and I can't put my finger on it. I love this show, but I disagree with it being rewatchable because of the anxiety levels that kind of come with it. Bingo! It's one of those shows that I just always made me feel anxious. So I'm on. Yeah, no, me no, too. No, not rewatching it. Um, and then people who are like, "God, his wife was such a bee," and I'm like, "What?" What? Her husband is making meth. <laughs> Why? Hello? Hey, but he's making meth. For her. For her. To make sure that they are financially stable after That he doesn't dies. make it right. Uh, you know, of, what, do you, what if you steal a baguette to give to your starving family? I don't know. Mm. This, these are the things you talk about in ethics class in college. <laughs> okay, I understand. But also... It's not illegal to eat the bread. It's that, illegal to make the meth and to smoke it. And sell it. And who's, sell it. Whose side are you on? I here? don't know. I can't. The drug tell. dealers or <laughs> the suburban housewife? I don't know. Uh, the Office is a level four, very rewatchable show. True. Never for watched it. Sh- oh, Debone. There's another one. That'll be great. How fun for you. Well, you'll bail on it because you'll get Ajita watching it. But <laughs> it's. For anyone who's never watched The Office and then just discovers it, oh. we had someone do that in the Twin Cities Live office a few years back, and then watching them go through the highs and lows of like, I'm on season four, This just it's just so fun. It's such a fun... I, I had watched that show probably more than any other show. There was a year stretch probably, maybe more, maybe less, everything's a lie, I don't know, well, where I fell asleep to The Office every night. Hmm. Okay. Every night. By the way, I applaud you on your proper use of Ajita. Uh, Parks Thank and you. Rec is on the list of Never level four it. shows. What? I would think that that would be next on your list. Great. A lot of people have recommended it. I Okay, I've probably seen one or two splintered episodes. Yeah, one from yeah. season five, one from season two. Sure. And I didn't really care for it. Okay. Um, was Chevy Chase in that one? No, that was community. the community. Oh, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Friday Night Light, Steve. Oh, fantastic. Clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. I mean, you want goosebumps in your living room? I just got them. I got to go back. Let Kyle Chandler give you a pregame speech. Oh, I mean, he could give me anything. Donna. What? Gosh. I would take a box you of candy. Just, you just made Coach T yeah. a sexual <laughs> object. Yeah. You know, when Donna was I watching it. Grant, she went from all right. Well, okay, it bears repeating. She went from like season one, episode seven, or whatever, and then she, because she's Donna, no. jumped to like season four or five, and she was like, "Yeah, that daughter looks way older now. I don't buy this anymore." She skipped well, multiple she was dating seasons. Some guy, I'm like, she's fourteen. What is she doing with this twenty year old? She was seventeen. I mean, and then you just put your hand in your head and think, "All right." <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to try anymore. Um, number three on the list of most rewatchable TV. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. P-Shows. <laughs> of the past 10 years, I should have mentioned that. Um, this is Level 3, Rewatchability. Mad Men, The Good Place, The Americans, Community, Boardwalk Empire and Justified. Okay. And then Hit or Miss Level 2, Game of Thrones. And then they have a list of a category uh, for wasting everyone's time or level one. Yes. What's that? They didn't list anything on it. Oh. (laughs) Maybe they just didn't bother. They're like, and below that is everything else. So there you go. By the way, speaking of Donna moments. Remember when I uh, accidentally said I put in 800 hours of community service last year and then I hit reply all on an email meant just for our boss? I do. He included it in his uh, latest company um, outreach outreach email. Yeah, mm-hmm. to all of Thanks, all Dan. of Hubbard Hubbard Minnesota radio. A screenshot highlighting it all. Oh. I know. I'm like, why? Because Hannah. That's why. He also called out Reavers in it. Reavers was probably just sitting there Mighty watching some kisses. sports, and then he's like, "Whoa, what are you bringing?" He said, "Wow, Donna Valentine pulled a Reavers, a Chris Reavers <laughs> replied all." I don't oh. know about the Reavers story. I don't so- either. But now everybody, and Reavers was probably happy that we don't. But now we're curious. Right? We'll get to the bottom of that. Let's play a game. 651-641-1071. That is our number. Call now. You can bet on me. Bet on Donna. If you bet right, you'll win a prize. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And it's next on My Talk. Back we are. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. (laughs) I like your voice. When you stretch out the words, it's fun. Thank you. I practiced that during the commercial break. Okay. All right. I'm going to hit this button. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, guys. Well, today we are playing the 19th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Steve pulled ahead again yesterday with a score now of 11 to 7. So we're going to need uh, Donna, we need you to step it up here a little bit, all right? Don't be a poor sport. Kids are listening. Some are still distance learning. (laughs) And actually, that's kind of funny you say that because we have Sharon on the phone and she's from Shoreview. She is a bus teacher, has the day off today, but she's kind of excited to be getting back to bringing some kids to school, right, Sharon? Is she a bus teacher? Bus driver. Bus driver. (laughs) Teacher and driver. Oh, I'm Cherry Bomb also. I used to call you guys. Oh, Oh, Cherry Bomb. I text you you guys. Oh, that's awesome. So, today you were out for a nice little walk, right? Had a good time with that. You got anything planned for the rest of the day? Well, naps. No. (laughs) I I tried it. That's a good good thing. I'll take naps or get something done, I hope. (laughs) Good. I like it. Just relaxing. That's a good time. All right, guys. So, today... Uh, Sharon will be playing for a MyTalk t-shirt. And Sharon, like I said earlier, you're going to pick either Donna or Steve to play with. And Steve is ahead currently 11 to 7. I was down 11 or 7 to 5. Yeah, you are on a tear right now. Six games. Don't glow. It's very unbecoming. Donna, (laughs) zip it. So Sharon? You loser. Yeah, we kind of have to be quiet right now, Donna, until until you get one. I don't mean (laughs) we... 
Yeah, Grant. Which side are you on? That's Donna. why I said we. I kept saying we. I'm trying not to be too obvious here. All right, guys. So our topic today is name that Tom Cruise movie. All right. Love it. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, gosh. I got this. Jerry Berry, come to me. This is where winners are. Winning. Let's do it together. Winning. Sherry, who are you going to play with? Sharon? Well, I I like I want to play with Donna, but I don't know if she knows um, Tom Cruise movies. Like no, she that. doesn't. She doesn't oh. know anything. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I better go for Steve then. Yeah, that's my girl. Bye, bye, Donna. Hey, Donna, go stare at a wall for about a minute. We'll come get you in a moment. Donna. She's gone. All right. As soon as I said that topic, she just shook her head, which is not good. Am... She shakes your head at every topic, and then she knows so much more than she thinks true. she knows. Very true. We have I... to tear her down in order to build her back up. <laughs> okay. All right, Sharon. So if you could wait until Steve is done answering these questions to come back in and help him out if he needs any of your help. And Steve, you know the routine. Here we go. This 1988 film tells the story of the selfish young man, Charlie Babbitt, played by Tom Cruise, who discovers his autistic brother, Raymond, played by Dustin Hoffman, inherited his father's massive fortune. Rain Man. This 1988 film follows Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, as he tries to become the Top best. Gun. All right. This 1988 film tells the story of a young New York City business student, Brian Flanagan, who takes up bartending in order to make ends meet. Oh, geez. This one I actually... Um, don't know. Is it Risky Business? I'm going to say Risky Business as a placeholder. Cherry, I hope you're thinking about this. Yeah, um, as I, a I agree with bar- you. Oh, okay. Hey, Cherry. Um, wow, those are, Grant, Cherry, or, uh, Risky Business is our, is our answer. Grant, did those really all come out in 1988? Yeah, all in All 80. three of those movies? Yeah, 88. Uh, Top Gun was 88. Wow. Yeah, right? That's crazy. All right, That's Cherry, we're sticking, we're sticking with Risky Business. We feel. Did he bartend in that? I've never seen that movie. I never saw it either. Is that the one where he dances? He comes sliding in his underwear? Yeah, but does he bartend in it? I don't know if he bartends in it. I I think it's that, though. All right. I feel like it's a different one, but I can't think of the name of it. Let's just go with Risky Business. Donna. All right. He hasn't Don- been in too many comedies, so. That's true. All right. Here comes Donna. Now, Donna's going to be a little... Uh, Irritable. It's kind of like when you back a raccoon into a corner. She could bite one of us, Cherry, so mind I your manners. Hear you. Hello, Sorry, Donna, I wanted to vote for you, but... Uh, no, that's okay. I'm, uh, I choke a lot. No. <sighs> I, I watched a lot of Tom Cruise movies in the 80s, but then I just kind of was like... Well, this will be right up your alley, then. Oh, goody! Donna! All right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you okay. know, last night when I called Donna, by the way, she answered the phone. <laughs> she didn't even say hello to me, Grant. She just went, <laughs> said, don't grunt, don't bark at me. You said anything. Well, last night, yesterday, she called me and then just said, hello, and then hung up right away. So. <laughs> I butt dialed him. She butt dialed me, and, and I was like, called oh, me back, and I go, you know, I got to get one in every day. <laughs> I was driving oh, home from work, and I'm like, everything okay? Oh, bye. She just hung right up. <laughs> well done. Okay. All right, Donna, here we go. Tom Cruise movies. Name that Tom Cruise movie. This 1988 film tells the story of a selfish young man, Charlie Babbitt, who played Tom Cruise, who was played by Tom Cruise, who discovers that his autistic brother, Raymond, played by Dustin Hoffman, inherited his father's massive fortune. Uh, Rain Man, Bob. This 1988 film follows Tom Cruise's character, Maverick, as he tries to become the best fighter pilot of his class. Uh, That's Top Gun. And this 1988 film tells the story of a young New York City business student, Brian Flanagan, who takes up bartending in order to make ends meet. Oh, cocktail? 
I think. Final. Final. Dang it, Cherry. That's what it was. You got it. That was it. That was it. Oh, dang. Chair Bear. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Do we still still get it, though? No. No, no we don't get it if the answer's wrong, Sherry. No, How do you think damn these rules it. work? I know. This Sorry. is because she's Sorry. she's busting around a bunch of millennial students. We still win, right? Even though we lost? <laughs> no. We lost. That was awesome. Oh, man. I won the t shirt. Oh, well. Well, hey, here we go. Let's get this. We'll have fun with the, um, the tiebreaker here, guys. Final. It's okay. an audio clue for final. Donna did win with cocktail, and yeah. like the other two were Rain Man and Top Gun. Now, let's go with this one. And uh, Sharon, if you know this, just say it, and you guys know the same as well. Here we go. Oh, that's Risky Business? Risky Business. There you go. Risky. How did he live in Dubai? I didn't think he had that many comedies. That's why I went with Risky oh. Business, too. And I never saw cocktail. Oh, what were your answers? Oh, Risky Business was the last thing you said. But I had a feeling, Donna, that it wasn't it, but I couldn't think of. But when you said cocktail, immediately. I I was afraid that it was going to get into, like, those weird movies like Magnolia. I almost went that route. but then Uh, Or Jerry Maguire. That's a good one. Yeah, I was going to go that route. Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. Or Steve's favorite, Vanilla Sky. There were some tricky ones, but I went with these ones. <laughs> Never and... seen Vanilla Sky. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> no. Oh, it's a weird movie. But, yeah. All right. Well. Take the road road now. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Bye, Bye Sharon. Bye, Donna. I should have went with you. Well, hey, Steve, your winning streak is now over, bud. That was, what, six? Oh, knock, knock. Who's there? The who? Don't care. Don't try to take me to a disco. <laughs> no, but he's uh, oh, the streak is over, but he's still winning. He's still oh, winning, yeah. yes. Okay, but you stop. You got to stop the bleeding at some point in time, Donna, and you did. Yeah, Donna, that was good. Good job. We thought you were gonna bleed out and just yeah, you'd, you'd meet too. us at a February meeting and be like, I don't think we should play the game anymore. <laughs> it's just not interesting. And you did do exactly what Steve said. You doubted yourself and you knew everything. So Yeah. And I said, this is her. Every topic, no matter. She shakes her head. She doesn't feel good about it. Unless Grant becomes a total wang about everything. And it's just like Gene Autry songs or whatever country Bo Bumpkin <laughs> stuff that she automatically knows because he feels bad for her. But when it's a general topic, wang. she... <laughs> Too close to my last name, guys. Wangstern. 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 All right. I got to hit this. Time for a tip. Okay. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Bobby Clark. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right. Grant already told you that you should be updating your iPhone right now. Uh, we're at what fourteen point four. You should sure. download it right away because there are security flaws that could allow hackers to remotely access phones. Yeah, that's not good. That's real bad. And like you said, even our IT team at Hubbard was like, "Hey guys, you should really do this." Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah. sent out an email to oh. the company. Oh, I guess I should read that, huh? <laughs> I'll get right on that. You wonder um, why your phone doesn't work. Yeah, right? go, go check Donna's Instagram right now. There's all sorts of hacked posts up there. Shut up. 
Um, do I have to go into uh, into utilities or whatever you call it? Settings? Settings, yep. General. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. There you go. Everybody else do it too. Okay, uh, the number one thing moms want for Valentine's, I want to give you the heads up right now. This is according to a new study. They want to be left alone. Mm. More than one afternoon. They want at least 13 hours of me time a week, but it rarely happens. So a a third of moms actually say they would give up their phone for a month to get more time to themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. They just want peace and quiet. Just just every now and then. It's not that they don't love the family. Not an uncommon ask for a gift, at least in my family, my dad, Father's Day, Mother's Day. Just leave me alone. Yeah. (laughs) That's Um, a good one. I, I don't do this for Valentine's Day, but Elizabeth gave me the idea. Elizabeth Reese gave me this idea a few years ago. She said, why don't you like give her the gift of like take vacation days? Because she doesn't get vacation days in the right. way that I do. She's home with the kids, you know? Yeah. And, so, and then oh. when I take a vacation day, then we're all just home with the kids. And so um, I was taking one or two days vacation, and then she would just go out and just... Morning tonight, it's like, don't do anything with the kids. I'll change every diaper. I'll do all the dishes. All the stuff will be me. Just You can be here if you want, but go out, get a petty, go see a movie, meet up with friends, all this. So she did that for a few years, and then we got off for a few years, for, or two years for whatever the thing was. Anyway, she booked a trip to go see her friend um, in Texas, and that's going to happen in March. And oh, so nice. she's going to get out because, again, she just wants and, – and no baby. She's not – like last time she went, she took the baby – the baby's staying with me. And That's we're just awesome. Have a good old time. That's Incidentally, nice, Deb's going to be really co-hosting cool. the uh, Don and Steve show with us Excellent. all that morning. It'll be great. That'll be fine. I'm surprised you guys don't have a nanny. No. Well, she's home. You know, she's, yeah. she's home, and that's... But sometimes it's nice, like you said, that would offer her a little bit of a, a break if you had someone come in for, like, three hours yeah. a day. Yeah, you know what we do have? We do have a little... Have you heard of Mother's Helpers? No. And these are like younger girls, like nine to 12, and they can come over. And then it's not like you're not leaving the house with them, um, but it's just someone who can entertain the littlest one while you're trying to get done a chore that you can't oh, do if the baby's idea. on your head. My babysitter. That's so cool. we have a friend, um, uh, a friend, and her daughter comes over and is, uh, you know, is nine years old and just occupies him. And then there are moments, oh, he's crying too hard, so then she's got to bring him back or something's going on. But it can at least free you up for a little 30-minute bursts of time. Love it. Great idea. Glad you're using that. Can I just throw in one more tip and then we'll go? Um, Did you know that you can use the numbers on your keyboard to jump forward or backward in your YouTube videos? No. So if you press one... It allows you to jump 10%. Press 2, it'll jump you 20%, and so on. Press number wow. 3. Test it out during uh, during our little pause here. Okay. If you would like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, you finished a show. I did. I am going to recommend a new show for you to watch. Okay. That is still on network television today. Oh. But okay. I think you might like it because of your dark tendencies. Oh, I'm listening. I, yeah, so we'll get into uh, that and see what you thought of Ted Lasso. When we come back, it is the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Alrighty. Been watching lots of TV lately, thanks to the pandemic. Uh, 
Steve has been watching a show that I'm very impressed by. I've been watching several shows. Just wrapped up uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, good. You got through it last night? Yes, queen. Oh, uh, for the queen. Um, you know, tell me what you thought of the season finale of Ted Lasso. I liked it. I thought they wrapped it up very nicely. Uh, but not I was too kind nicely. Of, I, I was kind of bummed, but I get it. I think it wasn't predictable, which was nice. Yep. Right? Um, I like that the characters are now all um, at a point where you never thought that they were going to get as a group. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does remind you, good old-fashioned character development is fun to watch. Yes, and I love Higgins. Yes. He's great. <laughs> it's a cute little show. Higgins is the right-hand man of the owner of the uh, this soccer team that Ted Lasso, played by Jason Sudeikis, is working for, and he's just very funny, Very, but, but a yes man. But but very funny, right? Uh, my my favorite character actually is the crabby captain of the team. Oh sure, Roy. Yes, he's just very funny. His delivery, whoever that actor is, I know, is he's really got the part down. I would say the only downfall of watching the show is sometimes it's very hard to understand what they're saying. A lot of different thick British accents <laughs> right. are at play here. Right. There's a lot of that. And it's just like, wait, what? The guy's name is Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. And he's great. I love him. He's just a crabby crabberson. You know, there's a scene in Ted Lasso that I rewound a couple times just because I thought the delivery of it, of one line... was so funny which one um, and it, so so the I, I don't know the name of the actor and again a lot of fresh faces in Ted Lasso yes. which I think makes you buy into it a little bit more and it's a very diverse group which I really appreciate very much so um, so they are I don't know the name of the guy again who is the assistant coach to oh he's Ted Lasso. great he is really great deadpan style but just like randomly yells out lines but there is a there's a scene where they're all talking about Martin Scorsese movies, and they're in a pub, and he's trying to Ted Lasso's trying to yes. reference a Martin Scorsese movie, and then he says, and I think we'd all agree that's not the best movie, but anyway, and then they all start chiming in, missing the point of his inspirational speech. Right. They all start chiming, you know, The Departed, and they're all offering their things, but then this this kind of curmudgeon-y, quiet, reserved assistant coach has such a comedic delivery, and all he says is two words. Cape Fear, and he's not even looking up at anyone. Right, he's just right. <laughs> like has been sucked into this game that they're suddenly playing. Didn't want to be, but if we're talking Scorsese movies, but they're it's funny because the line on paper, or as you hear me say it, you're like, yeah, that's not funny. But when you see it delivered from that character yes. in episode seven or eight or whatever it is, deep enough into it, it just tickled me, and I thought they're doing a great job yeah. with these characters. Also, the uh, Roy character, I laugh out loud when he says things where you know it's like, hey, we're talking about sex. Do you want to help me with my no yeah. and he just walks out of the room <laughs> um and also sometimes i catch things that maybe Rumi didn't catch like i you know like in i guess in those parts um they have a saying it's the hope that'll kill you yes. and then ted lasso's like well where we come from we ask do you believe in miracles and then one of the guys goes 
is that in real life or from the movies? And he just goes, both. Both. And just keeps walking. And (laughs) I'm like, I love that. Especially because there's also a big Minnesota connection there. Yes, exactly. To her Brooks, you know... um, it's it is one of those shows kind of not quite a full 30 rock but 30 rock probably had three or four punchlines every minute it was written by punchline writers and Ted Lasso is similar maybe not at that same hit rate but sure. there's a lot of punchlines so to your point you might miss one Rumi might catch another it's and then if you watch it again you'll probably laugh all over we were bummed when it ended because we were really enjoying it and we also Started to really like the Mumford and Sons intro to the oh, song. Oh, sure. I was loving that. I like a good intro to a song, so uh, or to a show. Yeah. That's by Mumphy. Mumph. All right, now, what's here's, the show? All right, maybe you've already watched it. It just got renewed. They just started their eighth season. Can I guess? And just got renewed for their ninth season. Yes, you can. Is it the one with the adorable girl with the red hair, the playlist one? What's the name of that show? You know what I'm talking about? So-and-so's- the Blacklist? No, so-and-so's playlist. No, it's The Blacklist. Oh, I started that one. I watched maybe five episodes of that, and then I pieced out. Now, I think that, why I think of you, uh, it's James Spader leading the way here, and he is this former criminal who then jumps over to help, kind of, quote-unquote, help the good guys chase down all of these bad guys on this blacklist. Now, I bailed on it after hmm, two or three seasons, but we were really digging it for a while. We were we were really digging it, um, but it just it feels dateliney to me. It feels crimey, and I think James Spader uh, is really really enjoyable. He's one of those guys. He's one of the actors who give him any line, any line, mm-hmm. any role, and how he says what he says is interesting. Sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Like a walk-in, Christopher Walken, whatever he says. Yes. It's gonna you're gonna be interested just because of their their delivery. And sure. James Spader is very much that way. But there was some high tension in that, and it was always now what I didn't love about it, but may, I thought maybe you might like is there's always a beginning, middle, and end. There's always a bad guy plot in each episode, and then it does fully close. But there's something that spills into the next episode. And they had a couple interesting sub-storylines, too, of hidden identity that were kind of fun to follow along. Got picked up. If you're a fan of the show, uh, a few episodes into its eighth season, and NBC already picked it up for season number nine. Okay. Um, He also, in some of the episodes I watched, like he was still kind of had like that bad guy vibe to him. Like he was creepy. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know what he's supposed to be. Is he good? Is he bad? Yeah, I is know. he playing the good guy? But he's there's repercussions if you turn on him. I think I get enough of that in my my Dateline, which I watched last night. I watched a special episode. I'll tell you about it coming up. You've and by it. the way, the show that I was thinking of was Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I hear uh. that that's a really cute show. All right, when we come back on the Donna and Steve show, all right, I want to know what you guys think of this, Kristen Stewart. As Princess Diana. Because hmm. I kind of love it. Really? My Talk 1071. With Patriots.